You are now checked in to Stand Up New York Labs. Oh, yeah. All right. Welcome to the show. This is The Spread with Dave Juskow. And uh, this is our second week. It's very exciting. We are uh, here. We had, we had an unbelievable first week. I mean, everybody's very excited, mostly about my co-host all this week, Mr. Jack Pesson, everybody. Oh, thank you, Mr. Jeskow, as always. Everybody likes Jack's voice. I mean, it is unbelievable, but everybody thinks you are 75 years old. Now, is that because of how I sound, or is that because of my reference knowledge? It's both. <laughs> but I am reminded what everybody, it's kind of funny because I thought of the thing and then somebody mentioned it on the Howard Stern movie, Private Parts, that old guy that reads the news, uh, you know, that comes in later oh, and he yeah, goes, yeah, I yeah. have never <laughs> been humiliated. That's what they think you're probably like an old newsman from I the 50s. I did summer stock. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> well, you know about acting, right? Sure, I did a little summer <laughs> stock. Uh, right. And now the news. That's the way you sound. Say that. And now the news. <laughs> now that sounded too young. And now the news. <laughs> That's better. You have kind of a Ted Knight thing going, I guess. So. Hey, that could work, yeah. right? But the funny thing is, is Jack is only in his very early 30s. <laughs> yes, I <laughs> am. But so people were like, no, you're, you're just joking. Is that guy older than you, Dave, who you found? Nobody's or? older than me. No one. Do you understand that? You've hit Methuselah at this point. I don't like you talking with these big terms. <laughs> anyway, we had a, quite an interesting... Uh, we After the show last week, we went to a wing tasting, a chicken wing tasting. That turned out to be a fantastic It was evening. a delightful evening. And most people would say a wine tasting would be a delightful evening. But what we <laughs> did was a delightful evening. We went down to the village. My friend owns this place called Fiori's Pizza. And he's trying to make the perfect buffalo wing. So we got there just in time. And he's when a, I say just in time, it was like 10 o'clock, and he just started. We got there. <laughs> and he's like, all right, these are the mild. And he just bought them out, and everybody devoured them. These are the medium, and these are the hot. And he, he bought them out at once. He's a fantastic guy. You know, really you can nice say guy. former firefighter. Yeah, know. right. He's a former firefighter. The place is named after a firefighter who died in 9-11, which is coming up on the anniversary. That's exciting. Yes. All right. So um, maybe not. I have that uh, checked on my calendar because today we are um, taping a day early because Jack and I – and his lovely wife are going to see the Eagles concert tomorrow at the Prudential Center. With the great Joe Walsh. Right. Who I heard is uh, the guy you go to see. Because they it. play all the Joe Walsh songs. I heard they do play In the City, which is like my favorite song from the Warriors. You have to wait till midnight for Hotel California. Right. Well, we'll probably leave before then because, <laughs> you know, everybody's got to get up early. Not me, but uh, other I think people. it's just because you don't want to walk through Newark at night, but... You know you're absolutely right. I didn't want to say it. I was trying to be polite. I'm friends with Cory Booker, and um, you know that could be problematic. Anyway, you didn't hear that from me. Jack said it. So anyway, the wings were amazing, but then they brought out this volcano. The volcano. And then I started to cry, and everybody made fun of me. You cried. I didn't cry. There were jalapenos, like pieces on it. There were literally, <laughs> just to put a picture on this here, there were literally like jalapeno seeds like just covering yeah. each piece who i mean my tongue was my tongue had to dial the fire department it's a <laughs> good thing i was with a firefighter because i was panicked a little bit that it would never go away well if i can ask i forgot what is it that you were drinking uh, uh 40s there were oh. 40s of pabst blue ribbon i had three 40 ounce so pabst you blue had ribbons. about 60 ounces of pabst in you <laughs> That's <laughs> so embarrassing. Um, you know, what's yeah. not embarrassing is that you still managed to take the city bike home. Yeah, plus, plus, we had another drink after when we had Bloody Marys. You probably forgot. And a shot of whiskey. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> we went to another bar after that. We are men. And then I took the city bike home and I kind of uh, gated up. <laughs> but I love that city bike. I can't help it. It's a good way to technically sober up. It's I impressive. Guess. If you can sweat out all of that alcohol by the time you got to get to work, that's Yeah, no, I didn't day. make it. Um, I mean, I made it to work, but I didn't sweat it out. I was a mess the next day. 40 ounces. What was it? And hot chicken wings. And hot chicken wings. How, how long do you think I'll be able to keep that up? Like how many my years? Advanced age. <laughs> at, at your advan well, I'm afraid the next time might kill you. So no, it know. won't. It's going to be awesome. I just did it on Sunday again. <laughs> yeah, I watched all the games on Sunday at this bar called Maxwell's. Um, Good spot. Where the Maxwell's. last time I was there was Super Bowl Sunday, where I left crying because I had bet so much money on the Broncos <laughs> that I was in tears, and then I had to apologize to the same folks that were there this time and said, "I'm sorry, I left crying." The owner drove me home. 
And uh, but apparently the rumor was that I tried to make out with him in the car, and they thought I, they, they were passing this, that rumor around. Was this like the famous "just goes gay" thing, or was this like perhaps a real indiscretion? I, I think it was just the famous "just goes gay" thing. They're making fun <laughs> of me, but now it makes me nervous because even the owner came over like, "Why did you try to make out?" I'm like, "What the hell are you talking about? Where is this? Is a bad rumor?" I mean, it, I, I was really vulnerable that evening. Uh, I lost a lot of money that day. I had it all planned out. You don't understand. In the Super Bowl, I had it all planned out. I had all these parlays that went all the way up to the Broncos just scoring some points. You know, like, I mean, I did parlays where I had all basketball, three-team parlays. We have to win all of them. And then I had two basketball games in each, and I had three different parlays, which would have won me about $2,000. Oh, wait, so just to make it clear, so you were betting on the Super Bowl and taking parlays on regular season NBA at the same time? No, no, I think, yes. Okay. I'm sorry, that's right, yeah. (laughs) Just so they would all go in, and then I could just bet the Broncos to either cover a two-point spread or make some points on the over, and none of them came in. I was very upset, and, uh, you know, it kind of ruined the rest of my life. (laughs) (laughs) Until last week. Dave. Until last week when I did really well. And, uh, you know, my I first of all, I almost won our uh, football pool yesterday. I only lost by the Monday night football tiebreaker by, well, about 19 points because I had the over big and it was six to three at halftime. But I almost won the pool. We have the guy that won the pool. I actually want to give him a call before he leaves. Um, Jack's going to call him now. Yeah, let's just call him now. Go ahead. He won the pool. I want to talk to him. His name is uh, Dshek in the pool. His name is David Schechter. And um, it, it's ringing now. Let's see if he uh, picks up. He's got an interesting story. And that's this is our first caller ever. Let's see if he leaves us hanging. He might. David. David, are you there? Yes. It's uh, Dave Juskow from The Spread. <laughs> Amazing. I'm... Am I, am I on the air? Yeah, you're on the air. Is this okay? This is, this is amazing. This is very... I didn't know you uh, You had enough free time from Candy Crush to even keep doing something like this. So Listen, David, I, I invited you on the air because you weren't supposed to speak of the Candy Crush. This is... I don't know what he's talking about. I mean, this guy, he'll say anything to get... I think I tried to make out with him on the way home. <laughs> How dare you? But anyway, I'm calling you because, um, you know, you won the football. You beat me. By like a couple of points, you almost hit the exact number of the Monday Night Football total. You had an amazing game. We both had the same key pick in Carolina. And I'm calling you today because you have an unbelievable story that you went to the World Cup dressed as Batman. (laughs) Yeah, uh, we decided that, you know, what was more American than superheroes, we all dressed up. Uh, each of us was a different superhero. I was Batman. I had a friend that was Superman. We had a Wonder Woman. Um, and uh, we went to all the games in Brazil dressed as the as the superheroes. And as a, and basically, you know, they have a carnival culture there, but they don't have Halloween, really. So all these kids and all these people that saw us, or the kids especially, thought that we were these superheroes. <laughs> I, we were being ch- that's amazing. Yeah. I know. That's why I love the story. I mean, it's so funny. I mean, uh, the way I found out, I saw him on TV. I took a picture with him with my phone. I saw him on yeah. TV. I'm like, wait a minute. I think that's uh, David. And and, and and there and it was. I wasn't sure. I didn't know he was going to wear the costume. Hey, David. This is Jack, Dave's co-host here. Uh, I just have to say, voice. I, I saw you. It's just funny. Dave just showed me the picture of you in the costume. I remember ESPN making a very big deal out of you guys while you were down there. Yeah, well, listen, it's an honor with someone with such a soothing voice to be complimented. <laughs> right, he, he was one of the guys that said, like, wait, that guy's only in his 30s? So the, the crazy part is it was like 95 degrees, and we were in these crazy hot costumes, uh, which was such a dumb idea. We were just sweating our asses off. Um, but I have two, two things that I want to say. Uh, first, about winning the week. Yeah. Uh, if you look at my picks... I picked every single underdog. That's all I did. I went down the line and I just picked every underdog. And this goes with my theory, which is that in week one of the NFL, the lines are completely messed up because the average person puts too much stock in what happened in the previous season. The lines reflect what the average person thinks, and the average person just isn't tracking what's going on in training camp and all that stuff. So I just have this really strong belief you know, not based on data or anything, but just based on my own opinion, that yeah. the lines are, are worse in the first week. And so even even ones that I thought were a sure thing, I would just bet no matter what 
my gut wanted me to do, I would just bet the underdog in the first week. Yeah, and you went 11-5. and five. I'm looking at your picks now, and it, it's really funny. You just go down the right-hand side, and they're all bold, you know, and it's uh, you did exactly that, and you went 11-5. and five. How did you pick? How did you pick your key pick there? Yeah, how did you do? How did we both have the same key pick? I don't. It just seemed like, like, I mean, I know Cam Newton wasn't playing, but Carolina. I don't know. I mean, Tampa Bay just they seem like garbage to me. Yeah, that's what I was was, thinking too. It was those space age uniforms. (laughs) Wait, uh, can can we leave football for one for one second and talk about TV? Uh, oh. I want to know. We usually do that in the know. next segment, but uh, go ahead. We could hold you over, but we'll let you go <laughs> now. I know you have to hey. go to dinner. Well, how about this? If my question sucks, you can just hang up on me, and I won't. I won't. <laughs> That's my favorite thing to do. Okay, what go are, ahead. What are your thoughts on the finale of the leftovers? And what are your thoughts on the premieres of Boardwalk Empire and Sons of Anarchy? Okay, I never watch any of those shows. However, about two weeks ago, I met two of the girls from the leftovers. Uh, at the uh, Bowery Hotel, and they are gorgeous and awesome. And I heard one of them goes topless all the time. And uh, now I'm going to. What were we going to say? I heard one of them wants to have sex with you. I don't know if that's just a rumor, but that's what I've been hearing on this. That's Street. usually what happens when I meet a lot of the girls. So um, you're probably right. But. Uh, <laughs> but those girls were amazing. One of them was Andy McDowell's daughter, I yes. guess. And uh, the other one is, I guess, her friend on the show. Friend, beautiful girl. And they were with uh, these guys who who I saw in this movie. I can't remember their name. They're, they're like a band. They're brothers. And they're dating, I think, uh, one of them. But anyway, they were nice. And then they told me they're in Leftovers. Now i got to watch The Leftovers. I haven't I been watching. I will step in here for a second and just say I watched The Leftovers finale last night. I loved it. Uh, I, I actually have to admit I was uh, left speechless for about five minutes at the end of the show. And 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 I cried. There were a couple of tears. Really? Yeah, it's a heavy show. And man. David, how did you feel? You're, you're the only person that I've spoken to that didn't absolutely hate the finale. How about that? Oh. What did you hear? Why do people hate it? Um, People just... People thought it was a lot of deep talking with not a lot of... Uh, not a lot of understanding. I think there were a lot of storylines that were kind of left open... Um, things that happened that didn't make sense, like the whole National Geographic magazine thing, for example. That's like, a good point. What was that? It was, it was just like a typical Lindelof thing, like the same thing he did with Lost. Whoa. Like he introduced all these different threads, and then nothing happened. I don't know anything like, about the show, so I can't uh, say anything. But I know it's picked up for a second season, so is, I'm sure yes. everything will be resolved. David, I know you got to go to dinner. Thank you so much for uh, yeah. talking to us. You can see David's picture on my uh, DaveJuskow.blogspot.com. You can I took it off uh, the actual TV photo, which is uh, makes it clear. There's a picture of the TV and like you know the the point. So David, thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks, guys. All right, Hi, Dave. David Checker, everybody. Uh, big time at the Brazil uh, World Cup, which was uh, I made fun of him for going. He went to every game. I don't even know how he got the time off. And you didn't? Did you know he was going to be on uh, wearing these? Costumes? No, I had no idea. So when I saw it, I'm like, what the? <laughs> You know, it was one of those things where it's like in the movies where you see somebody and you're like, what the hell? And just so it's, so it's a woman, uh, a man, uh, and your friend, and it's Wonder Woman, Superman, and Batman. And uh, yeah, I have the picture. They, well, then they mixed it up. They have some Marvel. They got Captain America. And I don't know what he's doing there. And, you know, why would you, you either make it DC or Marvel? I mean, you know, make up your minds. But uh, I think it was the Captain America guy that had the idea. So they let it go. But um Anyway, moving on, and that was our first call. I think it went okay. I yeah. think we stayed on a little too long, but, uh, <laughs> you know, we've worked that out. I just I want to talk about my uh, college picks last week. I made that – the first, did anybody see – did you see uh, College Game Day last week? Because that's my favorite show. Yes, yeah, so some of it. I love it because, uh, I, I don't know, it's very entertaining. I like that they start in the, in the nighttime, and then, you know, but at the end where Lee Corso makes his picks, and this time they had the Oregon Duck, which I believe his name is Puddles. Puddles, which the I was going to name my cat, but um, I didn't. And uh, <laughs> he was on with them. And the 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 I love mascots that are hilarious, and that's apparently the best college mascot. He's like the San Diego Padres chicken, which is my favorite mascot. San Diego chicken. <laughs> I always wanted him as my first guest, <laughs> but apparently they they don't like to talk. But it would be funny if he's under that mask <laughs> with the Philly fanatic and Mister Matt. It would be beautiful. Uh, that would be great. Um, but. Uh, so anyway, I they I made the tease, which uh, didn't work out very well. 
Uh, I mean, I got three out of two, but that was a stupid tease, and we're just making a fun tease. <laughs> I'm going to give you this week's tease. It's a six-team tease, and this week, last week, we spelled out Artie, and we got two. We got three out of two, out of five. Sorry, and um, they were close because we lost one, which was we had plus forty-seven and a half points, and we <laughs> lost. Uh, I think somebody won sixty-three to nothing. I can't believe we lost that one. That's so embarrassing. So these are the small bets, but the fun. Uh, a ten, you know a. Six-team tease this week. We're spelling out the word eagle since we're going to the concert tomorrow. Nice. So just very quickly, uh, and you can see it on the DaveJustGuy.blogspot.com. Uh, I have the Boston Eagles. I mean, they're, I mean, right? Plus 28 over USC. Okay. You know, we're getting a 10-point spread either way. And uh, Utah State Aggies. Over Wake Forest, minus four and a half. That's a tough one. But, see, I like using the funny names. That's why you can't really put money on this, but I do anyway, just in case. Um, the Kent State Golden Flashes, plus 41 and a half against like Ohio State. Oh, against the, the, the state. Well, Ohio State, the, you know, what's happening with the Big Ten? Nobody knows. If I get 41 and a half points against, uh, you know, kind of a team that uh, doesn't know where it is, Rutgers I'm okay with State. it. Right. Well, I got that one, too. But uh, then I have the Louisiana Monroe Warhawks. Everybody likes them. That's the L, Louisiana. Plus 41 over LSU. That one could totally lose. Plus 41. Yeah, that's a tough one. Man. I know. And then the East Carolina Pirates. Everybody loves them. I mean, come on. That's plus 21 points. And the Rutgers Scarlet Knights, just because, you know, I have to. against Penn State, plus 13. I don't like that. I think they're going to get killed. <laughs> hey, you never know. It's in uh, I don't Jersey, know. right? But I will tell you this. Look, I have this from the New York Post, and we'll go over my – I did very well in the NFL, as you heard from David. We tied. And um, I just said, I'm just as good as picking spreads as anyone. These guys that get paid, these are the guys in the Post. They're always wrong. Now, this guy, Phil Steele. Before you start, who ha what was the best record of one of these guys from the Post this That's, week? This guy's 2013 record was 21 and 18. That's like half. And he's getting paid <laughs> to make picks. He, look, it says, football expert Phil Steele is the owner and publisher of Phil Steele's college football preview, regarded as the college football Bible. <laughs> this guy went 0-2 yesterday. 0-2 what, what did he pick? He picked the Ravens over the Bengals, which, of course, was our... Pendulum pick? Pendulum pick, which completely came in in a spectacular way. The Bengals were up 15-0. Now, this is the... If you didn't listen last week, we have my friend Irene Bremis has a pendulum. She calls it a she. She goes, she says the Bengals this week. And we're picking pick them games. So she only has to pick win or lose. No spreads. Just yet. Right. We'll see. We'll go into that. Bengals were winning 15 nothing. I kept watching because I'm like, we need that pick so that, that it looks great, you know. And then all of a sudden, the Ravens completely came back and were winning in the fourth quarter with four minutes to go. And the Bengals scored the winning touchdown. So they would have even covered any kind of spread anyway. But they won in a very interesting magical way i have to say i went against the magic and i and it cost me because i didn't matter not, with you i told you to pick the pendulum. I, I, sh I was trying you're to not be gonna different. listen to the pendulum uh, now i have to listen What's to the her with you anyway this guy picked the ravens and he picked the bucks so and he's he, owen too and this guy's getting paid he's the the bible i know he's the bible of college but why is he picking nfl teams then why isn't the paper picking nfl teams our call guest, Dave, who we just had, he did a better job picking just under. That's what I'm saying. Now, the, this Wildcat guy is also bad. Um, he had a horrible season last year. I don't. They don't. They don't even print his <laughs> his stuff. He went zero and one for. He picked the uh, the over in the Packers Seahawks game. Then he picked the Titans, which was correct. That was a good. We'll give good him bet. one, but he picked the bet. Chargers, which was incorrect. That's so right. um, this guy sucks too. I'm just as good as everybody else. <laughs> I'm better. I'm better. Here's um, and my picks will be up. I have my three-team uh, parlay this week, which I didn't do well on last week. Last week I uh, I lost on Kansas City. I have to say I actually thought that was going to be a good one, but I won the Vikings and I won the which. Oh, thank you. He's giving. I can't even remember from time to time. I had the Vikings, Chiefs, and the Panthers. So I lost on the Chiefs. It was fifty dollars to win three hundred, but I won the pendulum bet. I'm completely even with the thousand dollars I started with. I lost. I didn't even lose any vig money. Look at this. I lost fifty to win ninety on the five team tees. I lost fifty to win three hundred. Lost just, but no vigs on those. Right, That's right. just the way they work. And then the straight bet one ten to win a hundred, one hundred. So I'm completely where I left off. 
Oh, this is good. Yeah. This doesn't usually happen with you, Dave. No, it doesn't. So this week, I think, I don't know, I don't remember what I, I'm so organized, and yet I'm not at the same time. I, um, well, they're on my site, on the blog spot. If you go, you'll see them. I think I, I know I picked Seattle. That is my best bet over San Diego. After I saw them play yesterday, <laughs> I got no problems with a five and a half point spread. I guarantee that spread goes up by the end of the week. And um, I don't remember what else I picked, but you'll see. I'll probably win. Now, here's our pendulum pick for this week. Pendulum here's pick. Here's the big news. The pendulum pick. It's a big one. The Buffalo Bills. And now I say it's a big one because they're in a pick'em game. That's a pick'em game. I told I chose the pick'em game. You did it on purpose. I said, yeah, I did it on purpose. So there's no spread. I said, just choose between the Dolphins and the Bills. What does the pendulum say? She said, it says the Bills right now. I'll check again with her. That's what she's. <laughs> we're dealing with a lunatic. Um, <clears throat> uh, hopefully she won't hear. And uh, I'll check again with her in the morning. She texted me again today. It's definitely the Bills. Definitely the Bills. So here we go. We're one and zero. Going into this week. The season I mean, of EJ Manuel. All I keep watching when I'm watching all the games, and I was having a good time Sunday watching everything, is the pendulum thing. How can I not? I mean, I'm putting 100 bucks on it again, or, or maybe I put 200 on it this week. I can't remember. I got to go with it, right? But every time, I don't think I raised it, because every time I raise the bet, we always lose. So I want to build up a couple of dollars first, or even break even again, and then So we'll to be see fair, so, so far the pendulum is saying the Dolphins, no momentum. Off of slaying Tom Brady. That's right. All right. In All fact, right. this week I, I I hated it, but I picked New England over Minnesota, even though I like Minnesota. But I think they'll I think they'll bounce back. But I I have this feeling that New England will go zero and six, just like the Giants last year or something. You Isn't know, and beautiful? it'll be a disaster, and everybody will be upset. And it will be beautiful, except that the Bills and the Dolphins won, so our Jets are in trouble. Although, let's just point out, I don't even know the last time this happened. The Jets. Buffalo and Miami are 1-0, and New England 0-1. Yeah, that is kind of great. <laughs> I mean, it is a Christmas miracle. Where is my, I have my other picks because I also, uh, oh yeah, here from my predictions for week two. I did pretty good. All right, I messed up. I had Miami at Buffalo. My prediction was Miami by eight. I and really that, thought that, Buffalo that, was going to stink it up. Yeah. And that was a pick. And I think I also lost that in the, yeah, I had Buffalo Oh, no, I won that one. I picked, that's weird. I picked Buffalo plus the six and a half against Chicago, and they won unbelievably in a real big upset. I picked the Jets at Green Bay line exactly. Yeah, that was seven and a half. That's impressive. And I messed up on the Indianapolis at Philly. I must have been not paying attention because Indianapolis is at home. Yes. And Philly's on the road. I picked Philly by three, but it's Indianapolis by three. So well, we'll let backwards. you make the switch if you were going with the home team. You, got, you can make the switch. Yeah, yeah. So I did pretty good. Um, this week, I, I don't know why I, I'm totally unprepared this week. I don't know what I did wrong. What are you looking for? But they're for? on the site. Yes, so everything I, is on the site. I picked again. The next, uh, next week's picks, and I, I don't remember where I... For I anything that uh, Mr. Juskow here forgets, uh, including our TV section, which we'll get to in a moment, it's www.davejuskow.blogspot.com. Thank you. Thank you for getting me out of a tough spot again, Jack. You've done it again. <laughs> And uh, listen, next week, we're going to have our first guest on, and uh, it's a huge celebrity. Uh, no one's ever heard of him before because he's actually just my friend from high school. Uh, his name is Lee Maracas. <laughs> and the famous Lee Maracas. <laughs> that's right. And he's coming on, and possibly his brother Jay. I mean, no, I mean, this is excitement as big as it gets, um, <laughs> because the reason is we are tailgating next week. I'm going to the Giants game next Sunday. Are you going to go into the stadium? Yeah, I'm definitely going to go in the stadium okay. this time. But, um, you know, I tend to get a little inebriated and I get confused. But I'm definitely going in. And I don't even go to watch the game anymore. I stopped going to the seats. I feel bad because I'm taking somebody's ticket who actually might want to go. I just like sitting at the um, in the clubhouse. I sit at the – they have a wine bar. Now, I don't drink any wine, but I sit in the wine bar and just look at the parking lot because I worship the parking lot. As I told you last week, I just love those wide open spaces. So I just sit there and stare at the parking lot like an idiot. <laughs> But I love it in there, and I just watch the game on the TV as I would at my house. You know, you sound like you grew up in, like, the projects or something <laughs> in the Bronx, like, uh, where you've never seen open space. Yeah, it was kind of like that for us, you know what I'm saying? It's, like, ridiculous. It's, like, we just had nowhere to go. We had nothing going on, you know? It's just, like, this big open space. Is the, you know, something else, right? 
you know, you make fun of me all the time, Jack, but I'm telling you, it's like, this is the way it is, right? Growing up that way, it's like ridiculous. You sound like when you went to that Rush concert in 1982. Yeah, because, you know, it's like, they're all right. You know, I was like, when they're going to do Tom Sawyer? You know, I like <laughs> I'm, I'm mixing it up between Travolta and the uh, guy from Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Like, then you can have hey, the... Hey, Stacy, isn't this great? Hey, you want some iced tea? Yeah, sure. Damone. Yeah, Damone, right. Hey, this is some great iced tea. I do that all the time. People are like, you want something to drink? I'm like, this is some really great iced tea. Hey, my friend Rat really likes you. Hey, Stacy. I was once told. Hey, you wanted it more than I did. <laughs> Take that back. All right, so it was $75 and a ride to the clinic. Uh, it doesn't sound cheap to me. Hey, listen, cheap trick. Come on, the magic of Rick Nielsen. I'm hey doing the entire movie. I don't know what happened. <laughs> Where's, Spico where's Spicoli? Can he jump in? Yeah, wait, I can do it. I have to concentrate. <laughs> I'm not really a professional. Oh, see? Look, it's all jumbled. No, I can do it. Jumbled. Oh, wait. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I almost had it. I had it. Um, I, I can do it. I got to think of um Oh, I need are some cool buds, some tasty waves, and I'm just fine. I think I did it backwards, but some cool waves and some tasty buds, and I'm just fine. I know that, dude. <laughs> I used to work at All American Burger. <laughs> well played. I, when I'm in California, I always go, no, um, I'll drive, you navigate. <laughs> and I always think when they're going through in between the cars, that's the way I play Grand Theft Auto uh, 4 too. <laughs> like I do it like Spicoli. And then I think I can when I'm actually on the road. Yeah, I'm see, one of those people. Problem. Yeah. Then you start having flashbacks to the video game while you're I'm driving. one of those dudes that does that, which, uh, you know, they would say like, oh, that's not the problem. But it really is the problem. Those video <laughs> games become very <laughs> addictive and then you get very confused. And, uh, you know, that's the story. Anyway, this, uh, I had something else I wanted to talk about today. We did the Sam, oh, the Sam Rothstein show. And uh, that's the, my uh, guy from Casino who makes, you know, the predictions. That's why I like doing the spreads the week. We made reference to Mr. Rothstein I, last week. We did, right? Well, yes. That's what I'm saying. No, that's yes. what I'm saying. That's why I like picking the spreads the week before to see if I, because that's what he used to do. I want to do the Sam Rothstein show. That's what I really want to like. My next guest is a showgirl in uh, <laughs> Vegas. Please, please welcome the food and drink uh, beverage person. Like, <laughs> how does he have his own show? The food and drink administrator at the Sands <laughs> Casino. That's the kind of show I'm supposed to have. I should be the food and drink administrator for everybody. You should be a pit boss somewhere. I also love when they have uh, two Monday night games. I was very pleased about that. I wish they would do that every week. I because I like watching late. I know no one else on the East Coast does, but I like a game that starts at 10.30. It's very exciting for me. I will I'm always say, up late. when you're looking for a day job, as I am at the moment, there is nothing more exciting than a football game that is played after midnight on Monday night. Your voice is very soothing, I have to say. It's, it's, it's unbelievable. I've never heard anything like it before, but I can't, I can't stop thinking of that Howard Stern thing. Oh, my, my original... In the news today. <laughs> oh, so my summer stock... <laughs> I don't know if you've ever seen that movie. Maybe you could look it up, the clip uh, of Private Howard Stern, parts. Private Parts. It's, uh, and Jack used to work with Howard Stern. Yes, it In did. fact, Jack sent me a uh, a uh, resume, I mean, a, 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 a reference real. from Artie. Oh. oh, no, the real, right. I'm sorry, the real from Howard Stern saying how great your voice is, that your voice is amazing. I mean, that's some endorsement i think i was the first person to ever get complimented by howard fred robin and Artie all at one time it was i just heard it we got to bring that clip in we do have to bring the clip i'm an in. idiot i should have thought of that today we we need to bring that clip in so we can play it for you because it's it's it is unbelievable they never complimented they make fun of the staff they didn't make fun of him at all they gave him a free pass it was actually in the midst of uh, Scott the engineer if anyone's familiar with the show getting yelled at by Howard after Howard's wedding so uh, oh wow that was a classic so i kind of bailed scott out too made a friend wow. Oh, do you, are you friends with him? Because yeah. that guy does seem like kind of an idiot. He's a nice guy. I'm sure. That's the problem. It's like, <laughs> I think Ronnie the limo driver sounds like an idiot, but I know if I met him in person, he's probably a sweetheart. He's a nice guy, too. Yeah, right, right, <laughs> I know. It's funny. Every time I've met any member of the Whack Pack from Howard Stern, I've seen them at a lot of comedy clubs, yeah, yeah. and I enjoy meeting them a lot. They're always so polite and nice, and it's nothing it's like it is on the show, which is... Uh, Quite interesting. I guess it's uh, time to move along. Yeah, we actually timed this uh, quite perfectly. Well, that's what I do. That's well, my thing. I'm really good at timing. Yeah, stuff. So That's what I hear about you when I speak to a woman who's spoken to you. They say, <laughs> timing, hey, let me tell you. Well, whatever it takes. So uh, <laughs> let's um, move into the, the song. Uh, we have a, a new uh, television uh, theme song that brings us into the next segment of the show. Which is very exciting. <laughs> yeah, we have music. It's very exciting. 
Hey, Dave Jones got with you on a chilly Tuesday morning. It's going to be about 60 degrees today. Uh, I, I don't know why I love that. It always reminds me of uh, old-fashioned, the CBS. You just sounded you know. like Cousin Brucey. Well, that's what I was doing, actually. Cousin Brucey. Yeah, that always that, – that, thing it sounds like like the 430 movie theme or something when i was growing up they used to have before oprah came there was the 430 movie i mean the, the t- television had nothing to air so they would just air a movie split up in five parts they would air they would do a brilliant thing where they would have ape week on the right. 430 movie and they'd show all the planet of the apes movies over a two-week period they broken up like take like totally the hour and broken a half. up it, the show was from 4.30 in the afternoon until 6 o'clock at night. And I know I sound really old when I'm saying this because I remember my father saying, like, what they do is they show a movie, uh, you know. But uh, <laughs> it was when we were growing up, it was all there was. So they would show the first part of Planet of the Apes from 4.30 to 6. And then the next day, they would repeat the last half hour. So you'd basically only see new stuff from five to six. It was horrid. So it was kind of like the old cliffhanger thing in a sense where they were. No, it was just a complete time waster and you even knew it as a little boy. (laughs) And then they would have Godzilla week, you know, or monster week. And and it was, it it was fun. There was nothing else. But you might see like Mothra like five times in a row because. Yeah, but that was, uh, that was all right though. I mean, (laughs) Mothra's pretty cool. Uh, Although Godzilla can always take him. I heard Mothra's in the new Godzilla movie that came out. Oh, yeah, There's an appearance by Mothra. Seriously, I got to tell you, when we're talking TV, I'm not going to go into this. That is the worst movie I've seen. The in, new one? In, I heard it was okay. In many years. Really? I'm not ruining anything by just saying that Juliette Binoche is in it for roughly 45 seconds. Well, how'd she hold up? You know, she's still, she's, she's a pretty lady, that one. <laughs> pretty, well, you're very polite. <laughs> I know you, you know, it's, it's, we don't want to be rude. Um, not I the same think. as she was maybe in Chocolat. right. Well, even then, maybe it's, it's <laughs> cutting it close. But uh, yeah, that's what, it's funny. When when I keep thinking of when we used to watch cartoons on Saturday morning, I mean, there was just nothing. There was no really good, there was no Frozen. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was all just really bad animation and just stuff, but I loved every minute of it. Anyway, this week, um, last week, we talked about the new Sunday fall. Now, we were talking about the cable. We were talking about the leftovers and Boardwalk Empire. And as you know... Um, one of the guys in our pool um, was almost one almost won the week. He is the producer of Boardwalk Empire. That's right. And uh, I don't I don't watch a lot of cable. I don't I don't know. I'm a network guy. I know everybody's watching cable. And I'm the last person I think. So David Jusko, who comes last week, saying, "Hey, I got a new DVR. I got four things. I, wa- I can it's say. all network stuff. All except, network, except for Doctor Who." See, to be fair, I will, I will tell I you. I want to talk about it. We could talk about Doctor. I just like that you're still following Doctor. What is this? The fifteenth Doctor. In you know Doctor what? Who? If you're going to be rude, <laughs> why don't you just get out of here? Take your 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 convenient, smooth talking, velvety voice, <laughs> and your thank you for working all the electronic equipment, and just get out of here because nobody needs you. Because then I will be like Howard Stern in private parts and just work everything by myself. But they'll put me on at three in the morning. You know? I think you should do that. W C C but uh, anyway, last week we were, I mean, I just like talking about the network shows. I mean, no, the network, it, look, we were talking about it before when we run out of uh, network days. Oh, right. Then on, on, on the eighth day. On the eighth day, God we talk about cable, right? cable. So we'll see. Then I'll start watching some shows and we'll talk about them. But for now, what I am fascinated by is the way the networks have shows, cancel them immediately and switch and time shift. And that's what I like to talk about. So last week we did Sunday. And as you can see up on the site, we have uh, Madam Secretary, and it was... Uh, we guessed that Madam Secretary would last, would last for and a full Mulaney season. And Mulaney would be canceled after a month. After a month. Even with the great Martin Short. Even with the great Martin Short. That's and he right. is great, and it should last for that, but I don't have a good feeling. Uh-huh. So let's. we're moving on to Monday. Yes. Okay? Because this is our favorite thing to do. We take one day each week. Monday, Monday, Monday. Now, Monday is a, is a big day because... Uh, well, actually, it's a horrible day, I think, in network program, because during this time of the year, you know, it's Monday Night Football. Right, right. Although ABC didn't like Monday Night Football, so they moved it to ESPN. Now, do you have any idea on the ratings there? Just is ESPN, do they take any eyeballs away from uh, network television on I don't Mondays? think they do at all. Okay. I really don't. I think Because that was why know, ABC the, moved it to ESPN anyway. Exactly. And, and what do they put on instead? Dancing with the Stars. <laughs> Dancing with the Stars is the, uh, what they've, chosen to replace Monday Night Football with. But that's very smart. 
because that's the exact opposite of Monday Night Football. So, I mean, if you're going to go for it, just do it. That's a good point. So, ABC is sticking with Dancing with the Stars, and then they have Castle at 10. And Castle, which I guarantee anybody that's listening has never seen. Never, I've right. never seen it. But it's one of those shows that just keeps on chugging. What's, it's like season it's like five, season. Six, No, I seven. think it's like more than, look at me, uh, I'm doing the sideboard <laughs> again. I'm like, I don't know what my problem is. Um, I saw an episode. It was very charming. It was very charming. A charming episode. There's a very hot girl in it. Um, and it looks very entertaining. I kind of want to watch it, but... I just don't. Just doesn't. I'd like to be in it. <laughs> I'd like to be in any of these shows. I auditioned for um, The Good Wife uh, last week. How'd it go? Not well. Anyway, <laughs> uh, <laughs> so moving to CBS now, CBS is keeping, as you know, the Big Bang Theory. They got rid of How I Met Your Mother. Now what are they going to do? Right? right? That's always panic attack. That's right. You know, that a big series, which, again, I still don't know anybody that watched it, but... I guess people did. I don't, I don't know. I'm shocked. What did it last? Two years with Kutcher or one? Wait, what are you talking about? What I'm talking you... about How I Met Your Mother. Oh, sorry. I just thought you were talking about the... Uh, oh, no, Way to pay attention to the on. show, Jack. Um, <laughs> anyway, the, the, the big powerhouse Big Bang Theory, which they're moving to Thursdays after Thursday Night Football. They're going to take their big powerhouse Big Bang Theory, take on you know NBC's must-see TV. But right now, Thursday Night Football is on CBS, so they're not moving. They're keeping it on Mondays. And then... They're moving two broke girls to, like, when football ends, they'll put that at 8 o'clock on Mondays, and then they'll move that show Mom with, uh, with that girl uh, from Allison, the House Bunny. Right, Allison and Alice Janney, Janney and Anna right. Faris. Anna Faris, excellent. Um, which is in a second. Uh, Chris Pratt. Who's she married to? She's married to Chris Pratt, the guy from uh, Parks and Rec and Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, that's a huge mistake. <laughs> uh, but it's funny because last year at this time they had a show, CBS had a show called We Are Men. Oh, that's right. Canceled after two episodes with Cal Penn uh, from uh, Harold and Kumar. Harold and Kumar. And Jerry O'Connell and Boy. Tony Shalhoub. So again, if you think Tony Shalhoub might be, well, he's coming off mug, he's a big dude. And two episodes. Two episodes, they didn't even give it a chance. No, that's they a really good point. Even when you girls. have a big star now on TV, it doesn't guarantee. And we will talk about that on our Wednesday show when we talk about Deborah Messing and that show. I cannot wait. I'm <laughs> chopping at the bit to talk about that ridiculous show, which is going to last three episodes. Was it The Mysteries of Laura? Oh, my God. What? <laughs> That poster is making me laugh. I was talking to my uh, Sarah Silverman, her boyfriend. He he can't stop making fun of that poster where she's on one hand she's got the bad kids and on the other hand bad guys together. You know, like oh my god, it looks horrid. But you're taking it. You're like, well, we got this TV star. You know, I will tell you the graffiti artists here in the subways of New York have really oh, taken to that poster. They've really as well. given it to Deborah Messing really good. <laughs> And even though this isn't a family show, I mean, it is a family show, but it's like we could curse if we want. We choose not to do those we repulsive do, we things. We choose not to. Well, you know, everybody can curse. <laughs> anyway, Monday nights, they have a new show called Scorpion. I think I have uh, something about it here. Which looks really cool. Um, what I'm confused about is I just watched a very uh, sensationalized trailer for it, and it says it's based on a true story. So... Uh, it's a it's a the guy from uh, the robot from Terminator Two. Okay, pa was it Robert? Oh, Kelly? Robert Patrick. Pat Robert Patrick. Right. I just call him T Two, but Robert Patrick <laughs> is his name. Right, he's the head, and he gets these kids to, I don't know, be what, hacker. I guess they're and, they're like uh, genius kids. They got some sort of IQ combined to seven hundred out of right. four people. Or um, I think I had that down as lasting. Well, I think that might go two months. I think I don't you think I, it'll last. I think it'll last because I think I'll tell you why. Funny thing, I can't kind of wait to watch it. They're really <laughs> pushing this. I saw something recently where they're running Big Brother right now, and three people won uh, TV time in the house, and they watched Scorpion, and the uh, the the CBS is just pushing it very very. Yeah, hard. I know, and they. Uh, I, I I I don't know. You know, I think I I think I said I don't know. I'm not sure about that one. I think it could it could be interesting, but I don't I don't think it I don't think it lasts the whole season. I got to see the pilot before I make a uh, decision. Well, the fun of this is not seeing the pilot <laughs> making a decision. Then they uh, moved NCI they moved NCIS Los Angeles to the ten o'clock spot because the show Hostages didn't work, which they had on live. They made a big deal, Huge Jack, deal. about Huge hostages deal. Deal. with Dylan McDermott and Tony. Clay. This Dylan McDermott is the new Ted McGinley, who. Uh, <laughs> You know, it's like everything he touches is and crap. Your favorite show is the reason hostages uh, got killed last year. What show was that? It's a show with a guy who was in a lot of '80s movies who you're a big fan of. 
James Spader. Oh, the black. Oh, that's the re. Oh, because it took it on. They oh, were you're on right. Head to head. Right. And hostages got decimated. And I chose the blacklist because I, I saw hostages coming to I'm like, this is going nowhere. I don't. You know, you just got a feeling. Then they had a show called Intelligence, which they right after that, which they canceled. They canceled. Well, that was it. Wasn't too intelligent. They took the good-looking guy Josh Holloway from Lost, and now he's supposed to be an intelligent like army guy. So that was. I love that, that you know this stuff. You are the perfect person. <laughs> and uh, so I, I just love the mess of, again, of what is the uh, you know network programming. Now, uh, we're talking about the CW because last Sunday, we su- Sunday doesn't CW doesn't have any programming, which is hilarious in itself uh, for some reason. I don't know why. I would think they'd hit Sunday with something. That's how Fox started. They started on Sundays. Herman's Head. Right. Oh my God. Well done. Right. With with Lisa Simpson in it, right? That's right. right. Yeah. Uh, Smith. Right. Oh, I'm yeah, just, well, that uh, lasted a while, though. Herman said it was pretty good. And that but they didn't make their bones career. until married with children, and that, That's that right. really put them over the edge. That's right. Well, I know for a while they tried uh, black programming. They tried to get into the black. Oh, when it was the uh, the WB. No, 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 Fox. Oh, Fox. First they started. It's it's fun. No, this is exactly what both networks have done. The, the Fox started with, like, let's do more black programming. We'll tap into that market. And then it wasn't working. They immediately moved into you know, Married with Children, Herman's had all just white Do you people. recall And then black? WB, same thing. And then they're like, no, 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 let's go with white teenagers. <laughs> yeah, it's really kind of, people should be angry. I think that was the Moesha era on uh, WB. No, that was uh, Channel 9. They're still sticking with Well, that was the their, UPN. They're sticking me. with their guns, I think. Uh, We're mixing up our fantastic <laughs> networks here. But with the CW now, um, they have a the show that, called The Originals, which is a spinoff of The Vampire Diaries. But after that, and that's the second season, but after that, they have a new show at 9 o'clock called Jane the Virgin. Okay? Yes. That's what it's called. I'm laughing at the title. Well, how can you not? It's going to last one month. Well, the CW gives it some time because they're going to let it... Let me read you the premise. Was it fair? Is it until she uh, breaks her high man? Is that... Let me give you the premise, okay? The series will detail the surprising and unforeseen events that take place in the life of Jane, I can't pronounce her last name, it's Spanish, a hardworking religious young Latina woman whose family tradition and vow to save her virginity until her marriage to a detective is shattered when a doctor accidentally artificially inseminates her by mistake during a checkup. Worst premise. Wow. You heard me correct. I did not add in anything. Jessica, if I didn't know better, I would say you made that up. I know. It Jesus seems like something a, like a comedian would make up. I got, or you'd make up in a, in a movie about television. I got a great series for you. Now it's about a girl who accidentally gets inseminated with with some uh, some and stray she's semen. A virgin. She's supposed to be a virgin, but something happens. <laughs> How long can this last? It's based on a, apparently a Spanish show. They they haven't made anything. Everything is based on a that like. Laura, the Deborah Messing one, is yeah. based on a Spanish series. I don't know where they're all based this year on Spanish series or Israeli series. I am not joking or making that up. But this Jane the Virgin, I have this. I think I gave it a month. Uh, uh, if that on uh, my list, and also you know it's an odd concept because the telenovelas all wrap up very quickly in the Spanish. The problem culture. with the CW network is you can't judge because they gave the Carrie Diaries, which is the Sex in the City <laughs> prequel, uh, that, that lasted a whole season, and that should have probably been a month really, or two. Yeah, absolutely. But uh, the bar you know, is not set very high at that network uh, because right you're now. also talking about Jane the Virgin. You're talking about the CW network. It has vampires sexy vampires it has supernatural which has been on for 12 years because it's got sexy guys that's right everything is sexy what person is watching jane the virgin who's watching that network they have all busted their hymens when they're watching that network they're there to watch teenagers have sex it sounds like a lifetime movie is really what the premise sounds well it's supposed to be hilarious is it billed as a I, comedy? I believe so. I think that's the gag. How can it not be? Wow, that sounds hilarious, man. <laughs> Last year, they had a show called The Tomorrow People, which they canceled after a full season. They did give it a run. It got decent reviews. but And I their follow-up was a thing called Seed, which Seed. was a... a, a, a a half-hour show about a sperm donor who doesn't know where his sperm is and all these things. On movies. the Seed? Based C-W? on, I think, on that movie... They came up with oh, Vince Vaughn or something. Um, uh, the, the something where Vince Vaughn Yeah, on the CW, yeah. They, they can't wait to talk about semen on the CW, <laughs> no matter what it, whether it's a boys or, well, obviously, but you know what I'm saying. Oh, my God, that came up. I'm an idiot. I apologize. Ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to apologize. Now we're going to take a birds and the bees break for days. All right, now we're going to Fox, and you and I are both 
it, we're both these kind of guys. We yep. like this kind of show. Yes. Gotham. Yes. We, you are nervous. I'm nervous for it. I think it's going to be really good. I think it looks great. I think the stylization looks great. I just, I don't know. What do you think about this guy playing the main character? Who's the guy? I have his name here. Um, he looks, he's oh, got kind of like a little boy. Ben McKenzie, the I, guy from uh, the OC? Is oh, that who it is? That's the guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess I haven't oh, right, seen him Oh, he's going to play while. Commissioner Gordon? Is he? Yeah, I see. He, they, they've tried to make him look serious. Jada Pinkett Smith is in it. Who does she play? Catwoman? I don't know. Oh, wait, I have it. Uh... Fish Mooney. Are they not see an imposing, hot headed, and notoriously <laughs> sadistic crime boss and nightclub owner with street smarts and almost extra sensory abilities? Well, upon reading that, I'm thinking the show's going nowhere. But um I still say it'll last. Definitely I think this will last. People like Batman. It's a prequel to Batman, by the way, because we haven't said it. Yeah, right. Like no, that. it is a, dir- a direct prequel. And do you know, is it in conjunction with the uh, the DC folks? Oh, absolutely. Well, how could it not be? I mean, but in perfect, it's okay. It's taking everything into account. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, it's all how Batman becomes Batman. He's a little boy, how he meets Commissioner Gordon. And, um, I think it's going to, I think it's going to work. If I have to make a prediction based off of all of the Batman success and everything and all the superheroes, how does it not make a season? Well, the CW saw what was happening with Arrow and all that kind of stuff. So I think that's why they also did that. And also those Batman movies do well for DC and that's all they have. DC does very well on television. Can't seem to make the movies, although I believe the Gardens of the Galaxy is DC. So yeah, okay. That, we know how good Marvel does. That's right. Movies with the Avengers and Thor and Captain America. Uh, last season, they had a show. Fox had a show called Almost Human on Mondays, and that got canceled. I liked it. It was uh, you did like it. You I, saw, that I was a JJ like Abrams it. one. JJ Abrams, who that was coming off of Fringe, which ended its five year run, which I enjoyed very much. Loved it. I didn't. Yeah, know I watched, you watched every episode. It. Yeah, awesome show. You know what I don't like though, what? and I'm getting sick of it. And uh, We'll definitely talk about it more. I, I, I'm. Wait, I'm trying to think of the example. Um, I guess when it comes next week or something. What's it's, the show? I don't like when uh, I'm getting sick of British people talking as Americans. Or that girl from Fringe was Australian. Oh, you know what? If if all if they're able to do this, then why can't I dress up as a Chinese guy? I mean, why can't I pull a Charlie Chan? Why can't I play Charlie Chan? If they're able to play Americans, isn't that the same thing? Well, are they playing racist caricatures of Americans? Well, I think so. Because of saying, well, how I'm, do we know? I, hello, I'm a Mr. Charlie Maybe Chan. Maybe everything they're doing is racist because technically they're like, this is what Americans sound like. They're telling us what we think Ameri- they think Americans sound right. But Dave, doesn't the real question come down to why do networks only hire English and Australian people to play Americans? That's what, but that's what I'm saying. It's not, I mean, they are good they're great but i'm saying isn't that taking away isn't that what everybody's talking about like we're you know you're not you can't have anybody in blackface i mean it's like but you know what if there's a better actor that would do it better in blackface? <laughs> I was, I, it, it should be the same thing really you know i mean so i every time i want to be in a show i just want to talk like this hello and you know really just like god that's horrible i'm like oh so sorry what? it's horrid <laughs> is it now well, why don't you go to england and try and invade one of their eight i want channels. to really bad yeah <laughs> i want to i thought about it. don't think i haven't thought about it i'm like hello and then people when they see me on a talk show i'm like yeah you know i figure what the hell right i'm like i'll just try out for the show but uh, i asked I my know. friends they said go ahead go ahead yeah go ahead do it right come on uh so anyway, that's my thing. Anyway, the uh, just to continue with Fox at nine, they, they Sleepy Hollow goes into its second season, which we do just have to mention. That was the first show picked up last year. Uh, it that's was, right. It was actually uh, ordered for a second season after its third episode. That was how highly rated it was doing. I I didn't think it would make it. I didn't. I either. made the pick, so I decided not to watch it. I watched it, then didn't watch it, then watched the end of it. it it's it's good. I stand by my picks. <laughs> I think they only did it because they have nothing else. I mean, obviously, you know, what did what, what they take off? They took off this, this almost human. They have the following, which I guess works, but it doesn't come on until later in the season. The following always. is cool, yeah. You know, look what dark. they did. They they just, they took out that almost human. They put, last year, they just put on Bones twice, and then they just followed up with Master Chef. So or ridiculous. Hotel Hell. That's a- they clearly had no programming. <laughs> So they're like, we better lock in Sleepy Hollow. What happened to that old like network move though, where you'd have like you know a couple of shows like in in, in the in the can, you know, to kind of. I, I don't know. I guess these people just they're like we're banking everything on this, and then it never seems to work. Interesting. It's very strategy. rare. So let's just go to NBC, where Mondays, as we know, yes. uh, the well, first the Voice is going to be 
um, from eight to ten. But then the blacklist, yes. as we know, and we both like very much, Great is coming back because it, you know it's their biggest show. Now they're going to move it to Thursdays after Thursday Night Football. But as we talked about last week, NBC blinked and did not want to take on Thursday Night Football, so they are waiting for CBS to finish. They're like politely being like, so when are you guys actually going to finish your football season? Like, like it's such nut balls. I mean, they're just like, put it on. Let's see what happens. When Take are you it on. finish the thing? They, the... Maybe they have no respect for the black. They're, they're like, well, it's not that good. That's what they're basically saying. This is like when, when NBC had Cosby, and I used to be friends with this guy from ABC, and he was always like, well, we're having trouble with Thursdays in the sense of why we should sign on. I swear he told me that. This is, he was the head of ABC at the time. Uh, his name was Steve Neno. I can just say it. No, it doesn't matter. And he, would, he, was, he even said it. He was like, we're not sure what to do. I, all I remember that time, Cosby was the, the head, the, the unbelievable it was the shit. And ABC, every other network tried everything. I remember ABC, that's when they put on The Charmings which was Snow White and Prince Charming living together in a sitcom. That sounds like your favorite part of uh, Once Upon a Time. Yeah, you know, it's my opposite favorite part. But this was a sitcom, and it lasted like a full season because they had nothing else. That was it. Nothing. So this is going back a while. They don't have stuff, uh, uh, you know. Yeah. No, it's always been like this. That's why The Odd Couple, which is our one of our favorite shows, yes. they called it a five-year bomb. Really? Yeah, it was on Friday nights at 9.30, and it didn't do well in the ratings, but they had nothing else. Now, I guess they went with core audience back then, too. I mean, Odd Couple had a good core audience, I would think. I, I don't know how you would judge. I mean, I don't even know how people judge now. I mean, the thing is, how are things rated? Do Are they checking people's cable box? I think they do now with DVR stuff, so they actually have a real rating. They Whereas only... the Nielsen recent ratings years ago, or I don't know if they've changed it, but years ago, the Nielsen ratings were a bunch of baloney because most people had, if you were selected as a Nielsen family. And did you ever know anyone? No. Me neither. So one guy in my entire life, because he was a Panamanian gay guy, <laughs> got selected as a Nielsen thing, and he would only write in, he also liked Star Trek, he would only write in Star Trek. <laughs> so you figured, you had to write in a log. So you had to keep up with it. Oh, you actually had to keep a book? You had to keep a log. So oh, who's going to do that that's... who's normal? Who's going to do that who's watching anything that's not, you know, it's going to be nerds. It will. And this is why Star Trek is so popular. <laughs> it was, it's only, it's very difficult to keep up a log. Which, and I... But that's how they were judging on people say so. That's so when crazy. I, one time the Nielsen Raiders came to me, yeah. But not as a like a family. They just a one time fill out sheet, and I just put in Sabrina the Teenage Witch <laughs> nonstop. That I watched that nonstop, and and that lasted about seven seasons. So I did pretty good, good you know. But that that's where they're listening to it, and then they asked my age, and I'm like, uh, I can't uh, tell you what that is right now. <laughs> so you would say that maybe you're to uh, blame for the downfall of Melissa Joan Hart's career. Well, how could I be blamed for her downfall? I mean, I, I was all I was all up for it. I mean, okay, it's her okay. fault she so, wants to do <laughs> Melissa and Joey on ABC Family Channel. That's not my fault. She wants to work with Joey Lawrence. Uh, I had nothing to do with that. I would have put a stop to that immediately. And now it's on the second season. It's driving me crazy. That's how is that possible? That's insane. ABC Family, if I can just say this, is a very interesting station. I've been watching this show called Young and Hungry. Because when I saw it advertised, I watch a lot of ABC Family. I don't, they have all the happy the Harry Potter films on it all the time. So I see their films, and they have this really hot girl who turns out is this girl from Hannah Montana who grew up kind of hot. Her well, you don't, sound, you don't sound creepy or perverted at all. I right know now. I do, but I'm going to take that risk. <laughs> well, she's over twenty something, you know. It's, it's no, not that's horrible. Fair now. So she's really pretty. She grew up hot, and she's sexy in the show, and she wears sexy outfits, and that's the gag of the show. It's supposed to draw you know perverts and i think and i think that's their plan that's my guess so she's uh haley joel osmond's sister i think oh get out of here yeah whatever so, happened to that kid nobody knows he's disappeared he just disappeared off the face of the earth <laughs> unbelievable one good performance uh, i think i saw him in a show where he was like three yesterday and i was like oh that's that kid from uh, that thing the, the thing with the <laughs> the thing people. with the uh, the other thing the thing <laughs> But uh, yeah, this show is good. Uh, I mean, she's it's a horrible show. It's one of those old... I like those old-fashioned sitcoms where they just... It's nonsense. It's horrible soundtrack and horrible laugh track. And the... I like those, and that's what these shows on ABC Family are. So this one is good, but the first episode, she sleeps with her boss. 
And I was surprised because it's called ABC Family. So I'm like, wow, that's, you know, is they, it, I guess it's not Nickelodeon or whatever. Was but, it an inference or was it? No, no, the, they wake up in bed together and then they say we shouldn't have had sex. Yeah. I mean, it's not like Disney Channel where they don't even kiss or anything. They hug or whatever. So I was just surprised because it's called ABC Family. But then if you look at the other lineup, these the Pretty Little Liars and the, that's all true. that kind of stuff, I guess... I guess it's a it's made for tweens. I guess or... I feel like they're creating some awkward situations in living rooms across the country. Yeah, it is kind of odd because I I guess I just thought what the network was because of what it's called, but I guess they're trying to branch out. It used to be the Family Channel. It's a what good happened? show though, Young and Hungry. It's excellent. Young and Hungry. It's actually horrible. But, I don't know if um, I'm thinking of the same Young and Hungry you are, but uh, no, you couldn't be. Out. Nobody's seen that except me <laughs> and these 13 year old girls that I know. I'm like, hey, have you been watching Young and Hungry? They're like, why have you been watching? I'm like, hey, you just mind your own business. Where are you in Wizards of Waverly Place? You finished that yet? It's done. It's uh, it's finished. I was supposed to meet Selena. Oh, um, <laughs> Selena Gomez was supposed to come to my birthday party. I swear to God, uh, it was in Los Angeles. And your all LA this, birthday okay? party. Yeah. Okay. And she didn't show up. So. We're like, why didn't she show up? The next day we went to the newsstand. They say, Serena Gomez uh, went to rehab. And we're like, oh, I guess that's why you shouldn't. Uh. So funny enough. when you can pick up the papers in LA and then you know why your friends didn't show up to a party. I mean, that's, that's when you know you're in. You're in. Anyway, just finishing up the uh, Monday night lineup, there's a show that will be replacing the blacklist uh, called State of Affairs. And it's a Catherine Heigl series. I, wow, she's getting another shot. She, well, she's not getting a movie shot. No, but she's, she's getting... She's worn getting, out her welcome there, but she's getting a TV shot. They're taking a, a, a shot that Catherine Heigl will be... Maybe she'll be able to... Oh, right. She was on... Uh, Grey's Anatomy. Oh, Grey's Anatomy. Right, right, where she pissed everybody off. And right. was cut, essentially. And, right, right. And so this is... Uh, what? Yeah, yeah. Uh, this is... Uh, I'm trying to think what it is. It's what it's about. The series uh, is an, a CIA analyst, Catherine Heigl. <laughs> Charleston Tucker. I like when they come up with the names. She's a tough nose who is tasked with assembling and presenting the president's daily briefing on the most vital security issues facing the country. And Alfre Woodard as her first black female president, Constance Payton. Uh, I, that show will last two weeks. That's it. I'm I was just going to say two episodes. That's it. Yikes. Reading these examples is funnier than anything that I could make up doing stand-up comedy or a sh it, it, everything that we are reading is as if we're in the movie The Player. <laughs> and he's like, I got an idea. Now just stick with me. The Graduate Part Two. <laughs> oh, you know, now our rest of the cast is still alive. Remember, he goes with it. It's like, uh, yeah, who, who's the, the guy? Tim uh, Bill, Robbins. Uh, Tim Robbins, Tim Robbins, yeah, right. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it is a joke. It's like funny. <laughs> I mean, how are these shows supposed to make it? They sound horrible. I guess they look better on paper. I can't even imagine making it. It all reminds me again also of forgetting Sarah Marshall at the ending where she's in that the the animal uh, show at, where she gets another TV series and oh, she reads right, animals' is. minds. I mean, that's the joke, it seems like. Isn't it her and Jason Bateman or something uh, yeah, at the end? So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's just, it's just not right. And uh, so NBC uh, last year, they... Uh, they they just put on Hollywood Game Night and Running Wild with Bear Grylls. I guess I don't know how that did over the summer. I, I watched some of it. It's like entertaining, but you know. I mean, oh, I forgot to talk about CBS last year. Yeah, they tried out. This is so funny. We'll, we're almost finished, but uh, Friends with Better Lives. Oh, I God. watched the first episode because it had Brooklyn Decker Brooklyn in it. Decker. This is the way I watch TV. If Brooklyn Decker or somebody's hot in it, I'm like, oh, I'm gonna watch it. Brooklyn Decker's gonna have sex, you know, with a different guy every week. I'm gonna watch it. Canceled it for five episodes. That's it. They made a big deal. This is it. This is the show five episodes i don't even think they aired they, they made eight they didn't even they didn't even finish it off and they had nothing else to air they aired they just so encore programming i think that's what happened with uh, fox and dads last year yeah i guess they just kept it on i know my friend wrote that show i felt really Shame, bad and man. um and i mean pieces. these are the guys that bought you ted yeah uh, which is the greatest movie. they're making ted 2 right now they're filming it i got a picture with him and tom brady oh that's exciting uh, tom brady's gonna be in it I guess, oh maybe i shouldn't uh-oh uh -oh. did you oh. i didn't even think about oh. it well that's they'll right. probably put him in the coming attraction i so. feel like it's known already yeah, I mean, why would you do another movie in Boston and not use Tom Brady? Folks, that is the end of our sh second show. And uh, I think we had an unbelievable day. We took our first call. Next week, we're going to have our first guest, which is, yes, a high school buddy, but we will be talking about tailgating. And uh, we will talk about what we're going to do at the tailgate, what we're making, the food, and how we put it together. And 
he will be coming off a tailgate, so we'll combine it all together. For uh, This is The Spread with Dave Jessica, my good buddy Jack Pesson. See you next week. We will definitely see you next week when we'll be rocking to this song some more. Yeah. Ah! Oh, we're number one. We're the best podcast in the country. 